Welcome everybody to the Seattle Sports Union Podcast. My name is Abraham DeWeese. I'm back once again with Brian the Soul Man Solak and our very special guest from the Everett Aquasocks as they open their season one, Mike McCullough. How's it going, guys? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Good. How are you guys? Doing hey, b- baseball started up today. What more can you you be asking <laughs> yeah. for these days? You know? yeah, you beat me to it, Mike. Yes, doing well because baseball is starting. Uh, and then especially tomorrow, we have the debut of the Alka Sox. And I say debut as a high single A because last year it was a little bit crazy because not everybody got to go to the games, right, Mike? Yeah, uh, you know, we started off the season. We were still under a COVID protocol um, and we weren't in the full 66 home game schedule that we are this season. Um, and so, you know, Thank, uh, knock on wood, everything has returned back to normal. So, you know, we're ready to welcome all of our fans on uh, Friday at 7.05 uh, to a full uh, open stadium. Mike, uh, that's, that is awesome. And I have you listed as the Director of Corporate Partnerships, but you do way more, don't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've only been here for around three months. Um, so uh, as Danny likes to call me, I'm kind of like a super utility, uh, doing a lot of pivoting, <laughs> uh, depending on what's at asked of me that particular day. So, um, you know, yes, I uh, do corporate partnership sales. I'm also very involved in marketing, social media, um, you know, jack of all trades, uh, master of none, as a lot of people like to say. Oh, I don't think that's true. You're here with us. You must know something. And uh, I, hey, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, my, my, my rep just went up a little bit. Yeah. And are, are you, I mean, if you're uh, kind of that utility guy, then maybe are, are you more Mark McLemore than you are Mike McCullough? Uh, you know, being a Washington State alumni, I, I hope I'm more John Olerud. Oh, there you go. Nice left-handed <laughs> swing, good defensive glove, uh, gap power. <laughs> Pac-10 player of the century. Uh, yeah, I think it's hard to argue that anyone's ever had a better college baseball season than he did back uh, in 1998 when he won the uh, MVP. You know, hitting over 400, going something like 15-0, and 0, uh, hitting 27 bombs with the good old black magic uh, that I grew up uh, swinging. <laughs> how, how did the Aqua Sox find you? I mean, how did we get so blessed to have you up as part of the organization? Well, I've uh, been uh, in working in sports since I graduated college back in 1998. <laughs> uh, I worked for the Seattle Seahawks for four years, uh, three years in their ticket department, then one year over on the corporate side. And then back in 2002, I was hired by uh, Bill Ewell as the original employee of the Everett Silvertips Hockey Club. Um, and so I spent uh, several years with the uh, uh, Silver Tips organization. Uh, last three years, they promoted me up where I was working on our corporate side, Consolidated Sports Holdings, where I was working with the Silver Tips, um, our hockey te- one of our hockey teams in North Iowa. And at the time, we were involved in the summer collegiate uh, baseball for three years uh, with three teams. And so um, been in the area for a long time, knowing Danny, also been a college coach. And so uh, we just always kind of stayed in contact and then an opportunity came up. Uh, while I was taking some uh, time off uh, slash COVID. Um, and then it just kind of uh, worked out perfectly for me. Um, you know, being a Washington native, I've never lived outside the state. Um, been a Snohomish County resident since uh, 2000, uh, living in Edmonds. And so uh, just kind of a perfect, I- perfect situation for me. I've always been called the uh, baseball guy working in hockey. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. And you are a baseball guy, not only with the Everett Aqua Sox, but you also work for a, it's a semi-pro the correct term, uh, the Everett Merchants? Yeah, uh, some collegiate uh, team. So uh, I've been with the uh, oh, Everett collegiate. Merchants okay. program and the legendary um, Harold Pyatt uh, since uh, 2010. So this uh, would be 11 seasons because obviously we don't count the uh, COVID shortened season. So uh, uh, we're lo- we play in the Pacific International League, which they also elected me president basically because nobody else wanted the job. And they needed somebody <laughs> to do some of the admin and, you know, making sure the stats and all were accurate. Uh, we're a little bit different than a lot of the summer collegiate leagues is that we allow players that don't have college eligibility anymore. So you'll see several players that have just graduated college that haven't been drafted or guys that had been uh, in pro ball, indie ball that had gotten released and they still want to keep uh, chasing the dream and try to keep themselves uh, in playing shape in case uh, an opportunity for pro ball shows back up for them. So, uh, and now when, when the Everett merchants, they always play uh, the Everett Aquasox every year. Do you find your allegiances torn now? As you have one. No, because the, since the Aqua Sox went uh, full season, um, the 
Everett Cup, as we called it, uh, has been eliminated um, because we usually would not assemble our team until June. Uh -huh. um, the draft was earlier uh, for the Aqua Sox, so they would kind of use us as their um, exhibition game, uh, test all your game ops. Um, and so actually the last time we played, uh, we won the cup, uh, meaning the merchants. And so when I was negotiating with Danny on my contract here, the one thing I said is, okay, well, I got to keep that ever cup in my office. So if you come in my office, uh, <laughs> right behind my desk, I got the, uh, uh, the, the trophy and then a picture because my son, uh, Billy was the bat boy of us holding on. So it's kind of a cool little, uh, memento for me. Uh, you know, I, I was lucky enough to coach in several of the ever cups and, uh, I got two victories, uh, the only other time we beat them was the year that the uh, Aqua Sox went on to win uh, the Northwest League. And Jose Moreno uh, posted some of these newspaper articles about, you know, the pros uh, losing to the Joes. Yeah. <laughs> are you still are you going to still be coaching, helping out? Or are you too busy with the Aqua Sox? Um, you know, I'm planning on still being involved a little bit with the uh, merchants, uh, obviously with 66 home games. And the only time that we have a home game that we're not, uh, that means the merchants then come in. So at some point I do need to get away from the, uh, the ballpark. Um, they won't let me sleep there, <laughs> but you know, we'll definitely see. I'm definitely gonna be on the field at some various points. I mean, once you kind of get in your blood, uh, it's in your blood. I mean, I love uh, being out on the field for uh, batting practice, hitting fungos, joking around with the players, developing those relationships and, uh, the music. So, uh, you know, you'll definitely see, uh, me out there at some point. That's awesome okay. because yeah, the merchants play at, at Funko field. Uh, so do the Aqua Sox. And then I guess all the high schools play there. And then uh, I think Everett community college plays there. Yeah. Everett community college is their field. Um, Everett high school, obviously um, they play all their home games there. Uh, yeah. There was a few games earlier this um, springtime where um, Jackson high school was playing some games, uh, you know, the fact that it's a turf, you can get away with playing some of these games when there's a less than ideal weather situations. <laughs> we'll get to that in just a second. But how do you, how does, how does your organization manage all of those different teams? You know, making sure you don't, making sure everybody gets a fair deal and making sure that uh, games don't run over on time. Well, I mean, you, you can never control time in baseball. You know, there's no there's no clock. Uh, but there is a pitch clock now in minor league baseball. Uh, mm -hmm. But the school district district does all the scheduling uh, with any user groups. You submit your your, your request for dates. Uh, the high school obviously has the number one priority, and then they kind of slot us in secondary, and then kind of working around uh, with the other programs. Uh, you know, so the Everett Merchants, for example, uh, they cannot submit any home get home game requests until after the Aqua Sox have finalized their schedule with uh, minor league baseball. So that means uh, follow up to that. That means there might be some funky times for some games. Yeah, we, we, uh, we got a few funky games, uh, uh, our second and third home stand of the season, uh, later this month, uh, some 11 o'clock midweek games, uh, one o'clock Friday game. And then, uh, kind of once we get through April, uh, then we go back to what we would call our traditional schedule. And then at the end of this year, we'll have a couple games, um, that were a little earlier start to accommodate um, high school football uh, on the backside there of the facility. I, I noticed uh, six o'clock games on Wednesdays. There's a few of them this year. Is, I know it's all, all new with the extended season and you're working with everybody else, but do you think in the future maybe that six o'clock time might be a regular every, every year thing? Because I think that's a great time in the middle of the week. You know, it's one of those things where we'll definitely take a look at some of the uh, data that we received uh, as far as attendance and feedback that we get from our uh, fans and kind of see where it goes from there. Because um, obviously, you know, we want to be able to maximize um, the number of people that can come out to Funko Field and enjoy Aqua Sox baseball. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Uh, there's going to be some... Uh... There's going to be some crazy weather this weekend, but hopefully everybody can make it out. Yeah. Um, what do we got? What do we have on uh, on the docket for tomorrow, Mike? Any special uh, cool promotions going on? Well, it, you know, obviously we're going to be you know doing a few special things for opening day. You know, uh, opening day is always special, no matter where you're at. You know, uh, the pageantry. Uh, you know, the uh, reckon introducing of the teams. You know, can get everybody familiar. Um, every Friday is going to be a Funko Friday. So we'll be doing a, a Funko uh, giveaway. We're doing a uh, Webley baseball poster, which is phenomenal. The artwork that they put together is unbelievable. Um, 
seeing some of the stuff that Funko has put together for us to give away, like the t-shirts and the sweatshirts this year, um, they really went above and beyond in the design. So I, I think the fans are really going to be clamoring for those, you know, um, you know, so uh, then I'll, going into the weekend, uh, we'll have magnetic schedule giveaways both on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, thanks to uh, Alfie's of Everett. Uh, Friday, uh, Saturday night, we're going to have our first fireworks show of the season. So, uh, you know, this year in general, our promotions, I mean, we're pretty full. Uh, we got 12 of those Funko Fridays, uh, eight post-game fireworks shows, uh, six theme night jerseys. Um, you know, some of them are our go-to uh Jerseys like the Frogstock, uh, Star Wars Knights, but uh, we're even going to do a Marvel's Defenders uh, of the Universe uh, jersey. We're going to do a Mariner Salute to the Mariner weekend where we'll be wearing kind of a 1970s Mariner style jerseys oh, wow. uh, that say Everett across the front awesome. that are pretty cool. I'm really excited because, you know, being an old school Mariner guy, I love the old uh, blue and yellow pitchfork, uh, you know, look. Is it going to be powder blue? No, it's not going to be powder blue. You know, it's, it's going to be, be white. You it's know? going to be white. The problem with doing powder blue is you got to kind of match the pants sometimes, and uh, <laughs> that can be a challenge. <laughs> will it be that? Will it be like with that uh, that piping on the sleeves? And uh, yeah, please tell me it's going to be polyester as well. Oh, it's a it's a pullover. There's no there's no buttons on it. So <laughs> <laughs> can you, you, know, can you... We, you know I, we we wouldn't go like old old school and put them in flannel jerseys. Uh, you know that might be a little too uh, hot and uh, heavy wool. Yeah, it doesn't really fly even in the uh, mild uh, northwest summers that we have. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give us any hints on what the Star Wars jersey is going to highlight this year? Uh, you know, uh, I got to kind of keep that one uh, close to the vest right now. You got to come on out for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. By the way, that was a question from Matt Page. Matt, stop trying to get the – don't get our guests fired. They have they have secrets. Let them have their secrets. <laughs> With, with that said, with all the marketing that's going on, I mean, I haven't seen this much marketing in years. I mean, do you have a lot of say in that then? Or, I mean, I, I'm I, I'm quite impressed with what I've seen, you know, on your online and on Twitter. And, I mean, props to you, man, you and your team. But I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, it's a collaborative effort. You know, uh, uh, we want to get as much information and interaction with our fans on social media. Um, you know, over the past 10 years, you've definitely seen um, – a change in how people access their news and information. And, you know, social media is just a great way for you to be a little whimsical. Uh, you got to be able to uh, let go sometimes. And, you know, you put something out there, you never know which direction it's going to go. Um, but, you know, we've definitely got some good fan interactions. You know, the players seem to be enjoying it. Um, right before I got uh, on the phone, the call here, I was uh, uploading some pictures from uh, practice today. So, uh uh, it's just, you know, a way to, for us to kind of give, you know, some inside information. Um, we've actually started a TikTok uh, page uh, for the first time. Oh, wow. uh, I don't really know much about TikTok, uh, <laughs> but, you know, we got people in our office that are going to be doing that. And, uh, you know, we hope to be able to give the camera to, uh, you know, our, our players, you know, let them use their personalities, let them showcase, you know, who they are behind the, underneath the hat, um, you know, and you know, we expect to have a lot of fun. I mean, there's a, uh, there's always some good banter going on with, uh, you know, other teams in our league or, you know, whatnot. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, definitely also a way for us to get a hold of our fans in a quick, uh, manner in the event that we have breaking news, uh, I announcing the player roster, which we did today. <laughs> That's awesome. A lot, a lot of new, new faces and a lot of new rules and a lot of new things going on. You mentioned the roster. <laughs> yes. Oh I did. boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. boy. Um, any anybody in particular that you wanna you wanna emphasize? Uh, last year we had mm -hmm. Julio Rodriguez here in Everett, and that that was a point of emphasis. In the years uh, before that, we had George Kirby and we had uh, Brandon Williamson, and I mean it's just year after year. I, how long back, Brian? Do you think the last three or four years? At just superstars four coming years. through. Yep. Uh, Mike, is there, is there somebody that you just have this gut instinct? Wow. Aqua Sox fans, check this guy out. I think we got a lot of players on our team. Um, we had 26 players assigned to us today. Um, 13 of those, uh, 15 of those uh, were on our roster in previous seasons. Um, you know, either Tim Elliott, Tim Elliott, right? What's that? Tim Elliott was here a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, yes, he was. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where in the past it was, you know, kind of 
not looked upon if you were spending multiple years in the same affiliate. <laughs> but now that we went from short season to long season, it's just part of the natural progression of these players as they develop uh, to take them to the next level. But uh, obviously the name that everybody uh, talks about is uh, Marte. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he, he's still 20 years old. Uh, last year he hit uh, 17 home runs, stole 24 bases, splitting his time between Modesto and Everett. Uh, currently on Major League Baseball, they rank him as the 11th overall prospect in the game. Uh, but when you take a look at that name, that list, there's quite a few players ahead of him that are actually on the big league roster. So, yeah, he's probably more like around seven or eight. You know, Julio, they still have on it. Uh, you know, so obviously he's going to be, you know, a big factor for us. Uh, we have a lot of guys that look like Mike, they can really swing it. Uh, and Mike, big that, and physical. Sorry to interrupt you. I just want to make sure that the fans out there uh, know the name. That, that would be Noel, Noel V. Marte, uh, Correct, the shortstop, yes. right? Yeah. Okay, great. Sorry to interrupt your flow. I just wanted to clarify that. Uh, no, 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 no problem. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, we also have a guy named Alberto Rodriguez, um, who is currently ranked eighth in the organization. Um, outfielder signed to us. Uh, they were jokingly calling him A-Rod. Um, uh, he had a 289 last year between Modesto and Everett. Um, Bryce Miller, who was a fourth-round pick in 2021, um, is on our pitching staff this year. Um, he touched uh, over 100 in Peoria this springtime. Um, so uh, Jimmy Joyce is another guy, you know, we expect to kind of burst on the scene. He was drafted by the Mariners in 21 um, and has had some really strong performances. Uh, a guy that I like from what I have seen is a guy named Miles Miller, um, non-drafted free agent from Canada, who last year was playing in uh, Boise in the Independent League, and the Mariners signed him. Uh, he hit 335 with 27 doubles. Um, you know, one of those guys that, you know, under the previous draft uh, rules probably would have been picked, but with only 20 picks, um, you know, there's only so many things. Um, also, you know, we're exci- expecting good, big things from uh, Isaiah Campbell. Um, he was with us last year. Uh, he went pitched five inning, five games with us at a 2.33 ERA, had a little arm problems. Um He's going to be our opening day starter on Friday. Uh, he was given our Dan Wilson Community Service Award for his uh, activity throughout the um, community while he was with us. And so that's uh, awesome. amazing individual, both on and off the field. And, and you know, he also I, is the recipient of the Brian Solak Man Crush Award. <laughs> I, let me explain that, please. <laughs> uh, I interviewed him last year and the interview is on our website, salesportunion.com. I must plug that in, but. And the year before that. <laughs> Long story short, though, I mean, his his father follows me on Twitter and reached out to me because he appreciated the tweets about Isaiah. And ever since he and me and his father become good buddies and he's flying in this weekend. So hopefully I get to meet him in person, but good, good. Nice. Yeah. Good family. So. Yeah, we were talking to some of the players the last few days. Uh, a lot of their families are coming up, flying up. Uh, you know, obviously when the weather gets a little nicer, we'll expect to see uh, quite a few more of them. So, but I mean, I definitely think, you know, on paper, you know, we look really strong. Absolutely. What about Adam Matko? Uh, the, the, the pitcher from left-handed pitcher, I believe he's starting Saturday from mm-hmm. Alberta, Canada. Have you got to watch him yet or meet him or. Uh, I've talked with a few. He's originally from Slovakia. <laughs> oh, Okay. Okay. Uh, you know, there's not too many, uh, you know, big league pitchers from Slovakia. I, I'm no. not sure if there is any, but did you, you know, there's always a, a time to be the first one. Did you say he's a left-hander? Yes, he is. Yeah. So he's a Slovakian Southpaw. Yep. <laughs> oh, interesting. Sorry. Yeah, that there, there's, there's, some, there's some good marketing stuff that we can kind of I think so. coordinate there. there must be. <laughs> uh, and the, yep. So he's starting on uh, Saturday and then, uh, Sunday will be uh, Bryce Miller, um, the 2001 uh, fourth round pick. That's a great opening. And then we uh, head on the road on Tuesday uh, for a week, and then we're back in town for uh, back to back home stands. <laughs> Fantastic! Very, cool. Very exciting. You're talking about families coming in. Uh, one of the big changes in baseball is uh, to the housing situation for players. Back in the day, uh, I believe there were some fans who would like have players as borders. Um, ha, what's changed? What, what, what does, um, what, what's going on with the housing situation for players now? Uh, you know, so 
we, we do not have host families anymore in minor league baseball. Uh, Major League Baseball uh, changed the, uh, some rules up uh, over the past uh, couple off seasons. And so uh, this year, all the players are, will be staying in apartment complexes. Um, okay. We have three different apartment complexes uh, close to the ballpark uh, where our players will be staying, two players per room. Uh, the couple guys I was able to chat with today, uh, you know, they were all very impressed and said, you know, uh, they definitely enjoy um, – you know, the, the accommodations that they have. So um, it's being paid for uh, by the major league club. So, it's, um, you know, it's a way for the players to save some money. That's awesome. That is so, awesome. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and it's always a challenge, you know, finding host families, uh, you know, having been with the silver tips, you know, they do a great job, but it takes a certain individual that allows, uh, you know, somebody to come in safe in their house for several months on end. And so, uh, you know, they build lifelong relationships and friendships, uh, you know, which is always a positive thing, but I think, uh, you know, these changes um, that they're trying to do is really going to be an improvement for the players uh, overall. Yeah. To take that pressure off of them, it's going to be, it's going to be massively beneficial. Oh, uh, for sure. I mean, you know, you're 21, 22, uh, you just get assigned to Everett. You have probably 24 to 48 hours notice where you're going. Uh, you know, you're going to a part of the world that you may never have seen. Uh, you know, where do I stay? Where do I go to eat? Uh, you know, et cetera. You know, uh, where's the nearest sub, sub sandwich place? Where's the nearest uh, uh, grocery store? You know, so, you know, it's uh, they have to adjust very quickly. I mean, uh, a lot of us say we all want to be professional athletes, but I know it'd be very difficult if someone walked in my door and said, Hey, uh, you need to be in Arkansas tomorrow. Uh, pack your bags and you have no say. Exactly. Yeah. I, before Brian, I know you got a question coming up. Just a quick anecdote uh, about five years ago, Matt, Brian and I went to the Aquasox uh, dinner every year. You guys have like, you know, before COVID happened, you had a dinner before yeah. Uh, the the season and we got to see a lot of the uh, th there was a whole host of Caribbean players that were freezing to death you know in <laughs> I mean it's like 55 so for all of us we're fine but you know yeah. you, could tell, you could tell like they they were like what uh I didn't you know how is it this cold you're right Matt uh Matt Page is on the boards here <laughs> it was also pouring rain that day it was the season barbecue and it was it's funny because the Aquasox admins ran over to the store and grabbed sweatshirts off the rack. <laughs> yeah, I've, def I've definitely heard that story. Uh, you know, we, uh, we do have jackets for the guys, to, you know, that uh, need to keep a little extra warmth. Uh, 55 is cold for me and I'm a Washington native. So I can only imagine, you know, coming up from Arizona, you know, uh, to, to the Pacific Northwest in April is uh, a little bit of a temperature thing, but you know, obviously today was just a beautiful day. I mean, you couldn't ask for yeah. a better day. Yeah. Uh, I wish we played today. Um, but the ballpark, you know, the ballpark's looking great. We've, uh, our grounds crew's been out there working hard on all the mounds and uh, trying to get everything in place for tomorrow night, getting all the new uh, advertising uh, billboard signs up and whatnot. So, and we also have a uh, new uh, catering service. I'll be running all of our food and beverage this year. So, uh, you know, fans will be able to see uh, some different unique stuff that we're going to be uh, unveiling throughout the year. Well, wait a minute. Let's not, let's not just uh, gloss over this. Abraham <laughs> has to know. What, what, what new stuff are we talking about? You know, like I said, you have to buy a ticket. You got to come on out. Oh. To see. <laughs> right. We have a, how's the beer selection? We have a good beer selection. You know, I, 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 I when I would come to the game as a fan, I never complained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you're a wazoo cougar, but for, for discriminating <laughs> fellows like me, the UW graduate, uh, well, uh, you know, as, as a Wazoo alumni, we definitely know our share about um, beers. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> and, uh, and wine. Un unbelievable wine program there at Washington State. That's States. true. Best, that is true. Best wine out of a box you'll find in Pullman. Oh, my gosh. Um, back to you, the promotions you were talking about earlier. Is there going to be a Festivus in July promotion this year? Not this year. Um, you know, uh, it's a great idea. I mean, I came on board around three months before the start of the season here. So, uh, you know, some of the stuff was already said. Um, I definitely like to push the uh, the envelope, you know, Festivus for all of us, you know, uh, airing of uh, grievances uh, could be very interesting. <laughs> That's done on this show usually, but. Uh, yeah. No, 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 it's not, you know, especially, you know, when we're say, uh, you know, game 55 of the season and we're all kind of getting tired of seeing each other in the office, you know. <laughs> 
Well, if there's anything we can do to help you make that promotion happen, just let us know. So, <laughs> well, we do got two WCU uh, Cougar alumni nights coming up. So, you know, I expect to see uh, your support there, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I've already got the email about it. So, absolutely. <laughs> can I go back a couple topics? You mentioned a player. Uh, you mentioned a player who's coming over from Boise. I assume that's the. Uh, is that the old Boise Hawks or? Um, yeah. It's- when um, Boise, um, when they redid the shuffle of, in, yeah. of affiliate balls, they lost their uh, ball. They lost their affiliate. So uh, they formed an independent league out there with a lot of the teams uh, from Missoula, Frontier, Great Falls, um, you know, league. that didn't yeah. have affiliates anymore. And now that's called the Dream League, right? Yeah, it's part of the Dream League. There's several different uh, leagues that kind of fall under that. They get a little support from um, Major League Baseball. And would this be our first foray into – a player that comes through that system because I believe that correct me if I'm wrong, Brian or Mike, that just started a couple of years ago. Yeah. That just started uh, in 2021 um, okay. oh, last for year. these markets that did not have uh, professional affiliated ball. A lot of them decided to go the independent mm-hmm. route, um, which means they're responsible for recruiting, signing, trading and paying for their own players. So it's a, it's a big undertaking, <laughs> um, but there might be good players because these would be, players that possibly, as you mentioned earlier, might've been drafted 21st round if that existed anymore. Correct. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of quality ball players across the country and international league that for whatever reason, um, you know, they don't get a shot initially. And so uh, they've played their entire life, uh, the game that they love. And so they want to keep playing as long as they can uh, keep that Jersey on until they rip it off. you. And, you know, you definitely find diamonds in the rough um, in some of these leagues. And right some of these leagues, the competition level is very good. Um, you know, a lot of these leagues get a lot of former big leaguers, guys that um, still want to play ball, um, and they're just looking for opportunity to showcase their skills. Okay. Uh, there's pretty much a new, entirely new coaching staff this year. Can you Have you got to, you know, meet them by chance? And what are your thoughts about, like, manager Eric Ferris? Um, yeah, I've interacted with Eric a few times as he was getting ready to come up here. Um Great guy, uh, very relaxed. Um, he was in Everett a few years ago as the heading coach. Um, former big league player, uh, brings a lot of knowledge and a lot of passion to the game. Uh, you know, the thing that I've noticed with him uh, is how he interacts with players. He definitely seems to be a player's coach, has a good uh, repertoire uh, with the guys in the, lo- in the locker rooms, in the clubhouse. So, um, you know, it's, Expect you know big things. He comes very highly rated by the Mariner organization. So, uh, so I got to ask Eric Ferris about these two guys who uh, look like they're 15 years old, uh, Ryan <laughs> McLaughlin and Matt Pierpoint. Pierpont. Um, uh-huh. Obviously, they're not. They're, they've been they've been around, but um, we're getting we're getting like some hot young uh, stars in the uh, uh, coaching world coming through here. Yeah, I mean, you know, it seems like, you know, the, the current trend in minor league baseball is, you know, for some younger coaches um, that have a little bit more of a technology-based um, background, philosophy. Um, it was funny, the other day, um, I went up to the field, I had to, went up to uh, Ryan McLaughlin, who's our hitting coach, and I kind of complained to him, like, can you stop teaching all this launch angle stuff? One of you guys just put a ball through the back of my, my back window. <laughs> <laughs> I was part. I was parked by the the office right behind center field, uh, which is obviously a, a good poke, a tall fence, and somebody uh, casualty of war. It was my car, um, as they call it, a little rookie lesson for me, being my first year in uh, minor league oh. baseball. Uh, don't have to worry about uh, in working in hockey about getting uh, your window broken out by a slap shot. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you got to go. The, 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 the funny part was, I had an Aquasock sticker. The entire window got shattered out, but the Aquasox sticker survived. So I don't know if that oh. if that's an omen or something, but uh, oh, no, that needs to be marketed. That needs to be marketed. Buy your Aquasox stickers, or else your <laughs> windows are going to get smashed in. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I mean, you know. They, yeah, you're they lesson- The Mariners pro- very much uh, provide the tools that our coaching staff needs to make our players successful. You know, and help them develop and help them maximize their talent base. Awesome. Mike, I know, I know it's a long walk, but the lesson learned there is go park in the South parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, exactly. So, you know, everybody got a good chuckle out of it. But, you know, and I noticed today when we got there, nobody parked near I was, where I was parked yesterday. So. <laughs> so if you know a good glass company, let me know. I'm, I'm in the market. <laughs> now, Mike, you did, you did see the signs that say, watch out for fly balls, right? Yeah, that, that would help if I would have read them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's it like working with Pat Dillon? I know you've only been there a few months, but I know you, you know who he is and his reputation, but what's it like? Yeah. yeah, obviously, you know, being in this community since, uh, you know, the many years I have, you know, Pat and I have crossed paths several times. Uh, you know, Pat's a great guy. He's a professional. Uh, you know, I think that's just the best way you can say it. You know, he has his little Vince Scully type, uh, on the call, um, mm -hmm. you know, very skilled at corporate sales, um, has a very good grasp of, uh, you know, what he does, you know, um, you know, I don't think anybody would say a negative word about, uh, you know, Pat, I mean, he, you know, he's a legend in Everett. <laughs> Definitely. How about Steve Willits? Have you had, had a chance to talk to him or work with him? Uh, we've had a few conversations, you know, again, you know, great guy, uh, great personality. Um, you know, it takes a certain individual to be able to grab the mic and, uh, do some of those, uh, zany stuff on the, uh, on the field. Uh, you know, I, I know I definitely couldn't do it. And, you know, uh, he likes to, you know, go off the cuff. He likes to have fun. He doesn't take himself too serious, which is, you know, what minor league baseball is all about. You yeah. know, we're out here to provide a break from the real world. You know, we, we want to try to put our cell phones down. We want to try to take a break, you know, uh, and have a good time. And unfortunately with the way technology has gone, you know, most of us don't get a break anymore, you know? So we need that, that outlet that we can just, you know, sit back and, enjoy the sun, you know, have a casual conversation, watch some great, uh, you know, baseball, you know, they always say, well, you know, in my leagues, you're watching, you know, uh, the future major league stars of the future. Well, you take a look at our 2021 roster, our starter, Matt Brash, fifth starter for the Mariners this season. Julio Rodriguez is up in the big leagues. I mean, you know, it just goes that quickly. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we see George Kirby uh, at some point um, on the big league roster this year. Um, you know, and a few of these other guys, I mean, it's just really amazing how quickly they develop. Uh, you know, there's a reason that the Mariners have uh, the number one ranked minor league system in all of baseball um, of their top 10 in the Mariners system. Nine of the 10 played in Everett last year. I mean, that's tremendous. And the one that didn't was the catcher Ford who was just drafted, uh, uh, in August. And so, you know, most of those guys, uh, didn't actually play, uh, a ball. They usually signed, then they went to, uh, instructionals and whatnot down in Arizona. So, uh, you know, the talent level, when you look at the history of baseball with in Everett, I mean, it's pretty impressive, you know, between Felix Hernandez in recent years, Mike Zanino, uh, Adam Jones, uh, you know, you, you could go on and on. Uh, I mean, All-Stars, uh, solid big league players, World Series champions like uh, Taylor, uh, Marte uh, in uh, Arizona, you know. So you definitely see a high quality of play. And, you know, as a baseball coach, I noticed a difference immediately going from a short season to long season, just, you know, the speed and the accuracy of the throws, uh, you know, and the speed of the game really impressed me a lot more than I thought it would. Um, Very cool. You mentioned and not to, not to mention that, you know, the visiting team players that are coming in here that are also going to be uh, uh, big superstars. Uh, Eugene's coming in here and uh, they have uh, their former first round pick uh, Bishop is going to be on the, uh, lineup for them. Okay. And if, you know, if you're an Aqua Sox fan, you remember Brandon Bishop, uh, you know, who played yeah. for us, played with the Mariners. Um, and it, you know, so it's his uh, younger brother who played at Arizona state, I believe it was, it might've yeah. been Arizona, one of those two schools, but you know, highly rated, you know, prospect. Yeah. And then Bishop, uh, uh, of course, a UW star for, for many years. Um, so just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, the, <laughs> you, you talked about technology. One of the big, one of the big things that's happening this year is that, that uh, shot clock, well, not shot clock, uh, pitch, clock. pitch clock. Yeah, that's pitch it. Clock. Uh, which is basically a shot clock for pitchers, right? Um, is that going to be in Northwest League? Is that going to be instituted? Yeah, yeah, we had it uh, installed uh, last week. Um, so we have a clock uh, out there uh, in center field outside of the batter's uh, eye. And then we also have two clocks that are uh, behind home plate uh, inside the padding. And so uh, 14 seconds uh, between pitches uh, with nobody on, 18 uh, with runners on. Great. Wow. 
So, you know, they're trying to speed up the game, uh, trying to make the game go f- faster. Um, you know, a couple other rule changes that you're going to, you know, notice uh, this year is the base bases. Uh, they went from uh, 15 inches in the past to 19 inches. So they're a little bit bigger. Um, and also they've kind of uh, modified the shift. Um, so the new rules uh, that we're going to be playing with is um, – all infielders have to be on the infield dirt or infield turf as we have it. And two um, defensive players have to be positioned on each side of the bay. So you can't overload the right side with three guys uh, and leave only leaving one on the left side. So, Oh, wow. I don't think the, the MLB is even doing that much. No, the, so you know, the, the major league be... baseball is using uh, the minor leagues as kind of a test market for some yeah. of these rules to kind of see how they play uh, before implementing it at the big league level and the collective bargaining. You know, uh, I think Kyle Seeger would have loved to have played the last few years with the Mariners <laughs> with only two guys on the right side <laughs> instead of three. You know, <laughs> but what about this pickoff rule mm-hmm. where, where the pitcher can only throw to first base twice? Uh, mm-hmm. Are we going too far? You know, that's, you know, subject to everyone's opinions. I mean, uh, you know, there are the diehards that, you know, don't like the DH. There's some people that love the DH, you know, there's, you know, everyone has their own opinions, you know, um, you know, I think they want to get some of the stalling out of the game to speed it up, to make the game move a little faster, you know, uh, you know, so that you're not having a pitcher throw over six or seven times because he's trying to, um, take a little time. So the guy in the bullpen can get warmed up a little faster, you know, um, they want to try to, you know, increase scoring, uh, you know, getting the game in motion, um, you know, getting the ball in play. So, you know, all those things I think, you know, are good, you know, um, are there some rules that I'm not as much in favor of? Sure. But, you know, we all have our opinions, but, you know, people above my pay grade, uh, you know, they've done the research uh, back in New York, major league baseball, and that's what they, you know, they want to see how it, it, it plays. Yeah. If, my, if Matt Page were on the show, I'm sure there'd be a lot of profanities just spit out right then and there, but we are much, you know, we, we are not Oregon duck grads. So, uh, we, the three of us have much more common sense. Uh, when I, when I played, I would have loved to have the bigger bases. I was so slow, you know, what's the, okay. A lot of people, a lot of people are curious about this. What exactly is the, uh, idea behind that? I, I was thinking my, like maybe when players slide into second, it keeps them from getting cleats in the leg or something or, you know, no. it's two things. It's one to try to increase stolen bases, get, you know, runners in scoring position, which will increase runs, but it's also, uh, you know, a safety factor trying to give a little, uh, you know, get some of the collisions out of the game. Uh, you know, you take a look at, you know, a few years ago when they eliminated the collisions at home plate because, um, you know, they don't want to see players injured. They don't want to see players careers coming to an end. And so, um, you know, it's just one of those, you know, things that they're trying to see, you know, what, what it'll do to the overall quality of game. Yeah. I can just imagine Brian Solak when you were a catcher, had they put that rule in? I mean, first of all, they should have put the rule in because you were chasing runners. Even when you didn't have the ball, you were trying to <laughs> trying to run into them. Uh, and as a catcher, you should have just stayed at home plate, Brian, just stay at home. Plate. That's what you're supposed to defend. Well, well or you look at like how what Bob Uecker said when he was uh, <laughs> catching with the Braves and he'd always catch Phil Nico. They'd always ask, you know, Uke, how, how do you catch his uh, knuckleball? He said, well, I'd wait until I hit the backstop and go pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, real quick, back to that pickoff rule. If it, is, so the limit's only two times. So if they throw it over a third time and they forget, is that going to be a balk, do you know, or? I'm not exactly sure what they're going to call it. Uh, I knew, I do know that um, it, on the pitch count, um, if the pitcher doesn't throw it, it can be called a, b- a ball, or if the batter is not in the box ready to go, it can be okay. called a strike. Um, okay, good to know, good to know. It's going to be an interesting year. Um, I'm just curious, I, have they talked about the future of uh, the umpires and are they going to have, you know, the automat the robot empire umpires coming to the Northwest to the high league, you know, or, uh, we, we do not have it this year. Uh, I know they are experiencing that a little bit with the, at the triple a and the double a level this year. Um, a couple of different rules. Uh, the, uh, conference call I was on, they, it did not involve us. So, uh, as of right now, uh, we're just doing, still doing the standard two man crew. Okay. 
What about the future? Is there going to be TV for our Everett Aquasox? I know there's other teams that have it in the mm-hmm. league. You know, I I think eventually we will go to that. Uh, You know, uh, we've taken a look at it in the past from what I understand. um, And we just haven't felt like it was uh, the direction that we want to go to. But eventually, I believe we probably will. Uh, You know, uh, we'd have to upgrade our cameras and a little bit of other things to uh, make that happen. Because obviously, if you're going to do it, you want to do it right. You know, Um, fans, you know, expect the big league experience, even though they're going to a minor league ballpark, you know, and so um, they have high expectations and, you know, we want to be able to meet those expectations for them. Okay. Uh, Now it's time for some extra brownie points for you. What's it like working for Danny? Uh, you know, I've had a great time with Danny. I mean, it's, it's, it's been very refreshing and I'd be saying this, whether we were uh, off the air or not. I mean, he's been a uh, great person to work with and learn. I mean, obviously he's worked in minor league baseball, so um, he has a great knowledge base to pick it, pick his uh, brain, get some ideas, um, you know, having known each other for a few years, uh, you know, we have, you know, a respect for each other. And so um, nothing but positive, uh, you know, working with him and getting everything, you know, where we need to be, uh, all hands are on deck. Uh, you know, nobody in our organization is above doing anything else, you know, um, you know, whether it's picking up garbage to make the ballpark look nice, whether it's, you know, helping a client out, uh, talking to game day employees, you know, we're all there, uh, you know, to do what we have to do to make the experience when you guys come out to Funko field best it can be. And that would be Danny Tesloff, the GM for Aquasox. Correct. Yes. Um, question for you about, uh, so your, your position, uh, do you go uh, as director of uh, corporate, um, uh, do you go get sc- sponsorships? I'm just, I'd like to learn a little yes. bit more about what you do. Yeah. So obviously, uh, you know, my, uh, everyone in minor league baseball, you're pretty much in a sales capacity, uh, trying to generate revenue, uh, for the organization. So, um, I oversee the corporate partnerships, uh, uh, renewing existing clients, uh, working with new clients, uh, sitting down with people doing kind of a quick, uh, client assessments, trying to see what their needs are and how Aquasox baseball can help them, uh, reach their target market market. I mean, with 66 home games spread over this much money, this many months, I mean, it's, uh, great way to get your message and your branding out. And, um, you know, some companies are more into branding, some are more into a call for action. Um, but as far as the corporate partnerships, we have packages that kind of fit everybody's budget, you know, whether you're highly involved in radio, you want to do a social media campaign where you're tying it in, um, whether you want to have an outfield sign, whether you want to do a crazy promotion, you know, in between innings, uh, you know, we try to, you know, offer a full spectrum of, uh, packages that can, uh, be customized for oh wait a minute crazy promotions tell me more i do we have some crazy promotions this year we're working on a few uh you know uh there's always you you watch the minor league baseball teams and they're very very creative and off the wall uh you know so you have to definitely make sure you know your market uh that you're not going to do something that's uh gonna fail sometimes you know the best promotions that you do are the ones that fail that create the most interest you know uh, you know so when people go home they uh like to uh you know talk about a game they talk about oh i saw so and so on the video board you know people still like to see themselves on the video board you know yeah uh you know we, we'll obviously you know always have some of our standard you know the pizza box toss uh hat races, you know, different type of things, but, you know, we're always looking for new ideas. Uh, you know, that's I got one, one of the things I really want to sit down with Steve Willits cause he does all of our radio games. And so he gets to go see, you know, all the other five markets in our team, our league and see, you know, what did you see? That was great. what did you see that you didn't like, you know, I, um, I have a recommendation. I have a recommendation. Tell me how much it would cost. Uh, throw a pie in an Oregon duck fan's face. Cause I, I know one that I'd like to throw a bunch of pies in his face. <laughs> or I mean, sorry, sorry. Uh, the rubber boy guy, <laughs> there was a lunchbox last year, uh, giveaway, uh, or no, there wasn't wait. It was a couple of years ago. It was a couple of years ago. It's a weird, it was a, a weird, weird promotion. A weird it was a one-off. Giveaway, yeah. Uh, it was like maybe five years ago, four years ago. And it's not showing up on the monitor. Cause no, it's but, but explain it for people here, Matt, this is Matt it was Gage. a rubber boy performer guy who came and he fit in various small objects okay, and folded yeah. himself. Uh, so I, I, we did, I did see there is a guy who's coming, who's doing 
Like, is he balancing things? There's a yes, uh, amazing Tyler, I believe. Is, amazing is, Tyler, yes, yes, yeah. So he does all sorts of balancing stuff uh, off of you know, it, it's really entertaining. You know, it, it's one of those things that you make you wonder, like, okay, how did he do that? <laughs> and how did he come up with this idea to make a living after it? You know, um, it's definitely entertaining. Uh, uh, as far as throwing a pie in an Oregon Duck fan's face, I mean, I, I, I think uh, we can help you with that very easily. Awesome. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I love to hear that. <laughs> um, I, I just had a text from a listener. They're wondering, is the, are they going to bring back the beer garden down in, in our bullpen that we used to have before COVID hit? Yes, uh, we're going to have some uh, right. beer gardens yeah. areas set up, uh, some portable beer tents. Uh, our brew fest is going to be back and probably bigger than ever. So uh, yeah, we're definitely looking at, you know, with the new uh, food and beverage uh, company that we're working with, um, trying to incorporate all sorts of different things uh, throughout the year and uh, see, see see what takes off and what doesn't. Mike, you I, just I have made a quick question. Day. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to break in. But for the new food vendors, do they carry those frozen lemonades that I am obsessed with? Uh, I have not seen that on the list yet. So oh, okay. uh, the, the last uh, few months has really just been uh, focusing on the marketing side and letting right. uh, those people do their expertise. Solak knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, I'm excited about the about the um, uh, the beer garden again because that that was something that was starting to take off. But like you said, so like uh, COVID kind of put an end to that. Uh, you know, and we're, and we're, you know, we're glad that we're going to be back to a normal operating season. So. Very cool. You know, some, some of the stuff that, you know, the fans were starting to like that, unfortunately, we had to take away for safety protocols for the state of Washington. You know, we're trying to bring as many of those back. Uh, and, you know, we want to change things up just to make it more interesting to go to the games for everybody. You know, we don't want to, you know do the same things that we've done every year because uh, you know, we know our fans w- want to experience something a little different. <laughs> okay. Do you, you guys do a lot for li- little kids, obviously, but are you guys doing anything different for kids this year? Like any new special event going on for them or, you know, obviously we, you know, we still have the Webley uh, Webley kids club uh, every Sunday night af- after the game, kids will be running the bases. Um, you know, we ha- we'll be doing some special promotions with some of our day games as always. Um, we, uh, have a reading program where we encourage, uh, you know, kids to become lifelong readers, um, uh, th- which they can read and, uh, earn prizes, um, you know, stressing education. I mean, for me, I mean, uh, sports is always about the life lessons that you learn. Uh, you, you can learn a lot from being involved in sports and, you know, if we can use sports to help motivate, uh, a youngster into doing better, um, uh, whether academically, physically whatnot i mean that's what it's all about uh do you guys still have the campouts for uh the boy and girl scouts yep we will have a uh uh peyton uh who's a neuter office uh he inherited that uh that uh, event so uh we will be uh doing a boy scout uh sleep out night then we'll also be doing another boy scout night but only one night we'll be uh sleeping uh on the field of funko field uh watching a to be determined move movie on the uh, video board. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I, 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 I like to see, if we can try to hook up uh, an Xbox to that video board. I think that'd be pretty fun to play <laughs> Mario Kart on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Although Mario Kart would be on the Nintendo, not on the Xbox. No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just felt, I just felt like being well, actually guy for a minute there. I'm sorry. All right. All right. <laughs> well, actually. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take Ken Griffey Jr. Baseball Super Nintendo. <laughs> there you go. Any last um, a last question, Brian? Yeah, last question. I, I got to ask this. You think Danny will approve after the beer fest? Maybe after the game, let let us fans run the bases. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to check with security and liability on that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, do you really want that, Brian? I do. Are you sure? I, I love to slide into home. My kid did that one time. So when he was running them. His- does your wife trying to slide into home <laughs> i don't or know i do like the willie mays hayes thing where i stop like five feet and they're like motioning me to keep going <laughs> nice. oh, you, you can't do the willie mays hayes uh slide with the splits where he's doing the american express commercial you know i don't think i can get up afterwards <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but I'll, I'll let you sh- show me how you do it matt <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, we're getting getting to the end of our show here. Uh, Mike, would you care to uh, tell our tell our audience out there uh, where they can watch the Aqua Sox games when? Uh, and uh, uh, feel free to post or feel free to uh, pub uh, any uh, um, uh, social you might be have social media you might have going on. Well, actually, we're at home this weekend, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, against the defending uh, Northwest League champion, Eugene Emeralds. Uh, we actually get to use the uh, Northwest League uh, moniker again. Last year, we were we weren't illegally allowed to use that. Um, games uh, on Friday, 7 o'clock, first pitch, uh, Saturday, 6 o'clock, and uh, Sunday, 4 o'clock. Uh, good seats available. Purchase them online at aquasocks.com or um, call our office uh at 425-258-3673 and they'll uh, get you taken care of. Um, you know, whether you're looking for a group package, uh, uh, multiple games, uh, or, uh, you know, whatever you're looking for, we, we got packages that'll uh, make you happy and get, give you your baseball fix. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Mike. And we always like to end the show on a, on a positive note. Uh, we call it uh, a shout out, so to speak. So okay. uh, let's go ahead and start with Brian. All right. My, last weekend, we went to Portland for my dad's 80th birthday, but I want to give a shout out to my big brother, Mark, for planning the entire weekend. We made lots of memories that we'll never forget. So I love you, bro. Thank you for a wonderful weekend. I would like to uh, let's stay with the let's stay with the dads, because I'd like to give a shout out to my dad, who uh, gave me a call out of the blue for no reason. And just we had a great conversation this afternoon. Uh Definitely gave me a good pick-me-up. Uh, here it is, uh, the beginning of the baseball season. Uh, get to reconnect with sports. Um, Mike, do you have a shout-out for this week? Wow. Putting put me on the thing. I, you know, i just like to give a shout-out to the uh, Aqua Sox organization for all the hard work that they've been uh, doing the last few months to uh, get the ballpark and uh, get everything ready for the 2022 season. I mean, uh, a lot of hard work goes on behind the scenes. Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand that in a way, working in the front office of an organization, the uh, you're more busy during the off season than you are in season because of all the planning, prepping, and everything you, that goes on to uh, put on a show. Uh, you know, between the front office and over the 100 game day employees that will be working with us throughout the season. Um, it's, it's a big uh, endeavor and, you know, we definitely appreciate the support the community's gotten and uh, go for go frogs. That's right. Go Aqua Sox. All right. Thank you, everybody. It's baseball season. It's back and it's better than ever. My name is Abraham Deweese. And on behalf of Brian, the Soul Man, Soul like Matt, the damn dirty duck page and our special guest this week from the Aqua Sox, Mike McCullough, I bid you all a, a great baseball season and we'll see you guys next week. Go Aqua Sox.